Vimy Air. This is episode number five. My name is Sam Fix. I'm a teacher here at Vimy Ridge Academy. With me is Mr. Travis Rollheiser, the lover of birds and the man with the silky, oh, smooth, velvety voice, Mr. Blair Faulkner. Oh, I thought you were still introducing Mr. Rollheiser on that. I don't oh. love birds. I just like penguins. I think they're cool. Why? Well, uh, it's a long story, but <laughs> I... Uh, I think I think they look really crisp and neat, like the the black and white, and like maybe the little yellow ruffly feathers. I think are pretty cool. The chin strap and yeah, and they're at like a pretty big disadvantage because they can't fly. So I that's kind of why I like them. Like kind of an underdog story. The accolades that you throw out, like I love how they're just totally made up and random, but it kind of made me go red. So thank you. I it takes me it. all week to think about it. Gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> could you believe? Can you believe that we've this is number five. It's, it's been so good, much eh? fun doing this. I love it. This is great. Yeah, it's so exciting. I, I really hope the people that listen have as much fun listening as we do making these things. Boys, we haven't even talked about who we're going to have on. Just we so have. excited to talk about Rolly loving penguins. Yeah, that's true. Everyone those should are, be as excited as me. Those are funny stories. But hey, we do have two pretty good guests on today. We have Miss Marino, who is our principal, who is the... Uh, the chief officer of our school. And uh, it's going to be great to hear some of her stories uh, that and, and, a lot of people probably didn't get to hear. Yeah. And we get to see a side of our principal that most people aren't ever going to get a chance to see. And she was, a re- she was really gracious in, in telling some real stories. And we get to see that she's, yeah. she's a real person too, even though she's our supervisor and everybody's principal. Yeah. And- agreed. Agreed. And that leads uh, right into our second guest that we have on the show today, Miss Emma Kinch who uh, graduated last year from Vimy and uh, we get to hear a little bit about what she's going, uh, what she's doing now with her university and uh, where dance has taken her. Yeah. Last year's valedictorian. Some people might remember that. Right. Yes. She is the nicest person in the building. Yeah. Yeah. She's anyways. uh, Of course. I got a question for you guys here. When I was shopping the other day, what's one thing that is always in your shopping cart? Is there one thing that's always in the grocery cart? I would say there's probably probably a couple things that are always in there. Like we go through bread like no one's business. Uh, peppers are always there. Canned tuna. Ah, those are three three staples. I think. Fix bananas. Bananas for Jane. Uh, and then and then produce like we take spinach for smoothies and eggs. I eat a lot of eggs. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. I go. I go eggs. Eggs every morning. So that's that's definitely definitely in mind. What's K? Let me ask you, Blair. What what about you? Peppers, broccoli. The girls eat a lot of broccoli. Um, and the other, this is actually what made me think of the question was we're starting to get in. There's always one treat that either the girls have requested or we surprise them with, you know, recently Easter. So a little bag of mini eggs or something. Yeah. So there's always one little treat in our cart at the end. Those mini eggs are deadly. I, I honestly, I, I didn't have one mini egg this year. What? Not wow. by, not by choice. It just like, that's how things worked out. Cause like, obviously, you know, if you can't see family, friends on Easter, yeah. there's less interaction, less, less tradesies on the treats. Um, so it just didn't acquire any. I think I told you guys about this. I don't know if it was on a previous episode or if it was just in like in person, but we we spent $250 on groceries over the course of a month and you get a free bag of mini eggs, but it wasn't just a normal bag of mini eggs. It was like the size of a garbage bag. The industrial and we don't, size. Yeah. And Allie has portion control. So she probably had three eggs out of the whole bag. And I had the rest of them. So I had like 964 mini eggs in the last week. You're turning into the Easter so Bunny. I, yeah. <laughs> They're delicious though. Okay. So our listeners have probably noticed that uh, Mr. Rollheiser deflects any attention that we put on him. 
And he did a great job of deflecting the attention of his recent engagement with soon-to-be Mrs. Rollheiser. But we didn't actually hear the story because he just he just deflected uh, and didn't want to talk did about deflect. it. Deflect. You're right. So he should probably tell the story at some point. Our listeners want to hear it. Let's hey, hear it. So um, I think we all of us kind of had similar stories in the fact that you know we had kind of planned what to say out and rehearsed it in our heads. And then when the time came, just completely went blank and, and and winged it, and really have no recollection of what I actually said. We did have a trip booked to Hawaii over spring break. That was probably going to be the location. Uh, didn't end up happening due to the, due to the COVID. So ended up just doing a little, uh, mountain getaway to a couple, couple, couple spots. And, and I had to carry the ring around in my pocket for like two days. And it felt like it was about 700 pounds, even though it's like the tiniest little thing. So everywhere we went, I'm checking my pockets. Okay. Do I have it? Okay. Do I have it? Oh my God, where is it? Oh, she's for sure going to see this thing. It's bulging. And again, it's so tiny. Went on this little hike and said a few nice things, got down in the knee. She responded to some nice things and here we are. And her, her not immediate response, her immediate response was obviously yes, uh, thankfully. Um, obviously, yes. Soon, was it obvious? Soon, <laughs> well, I, I'm hoping. Um, <laughs> soon thereafter, um, she felt as if she was going to puke and faint. So I think that's romantic. I don't know. <laughs> uh, just like a, a whirlwind of emotions and it obviously ended up working out, working out pretty well. Was the first thing out of her mouth, yes? No, it was, are you kidding me? Are you joking me? Is this real? Oh yeah. Okay, great. Perfect. Of course I will. It's something, 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 something. Thankfully it ended up working out well. We're, we're both excited. Very uh, good. We're, we're also excited. We are very excited for you. Yeah. I'm we're, sure the listeners are as well. I Hopefully. agree. I'm currently sweating. My palms are leaking right now. <laughs> okay. Speaking of uh, palm sweaty or feeling a little bit uncomfortable, this is, this is way less exciting and it's a little bit awkward for me, but Pilar was on a couple episodes ago and she was amazing, but talking with her reminded me of the story that I had with her. Um, I walked by her in the hallway and I hadn't seen her in a while. I was like, Hey, Hey Pilar, how's it going? Like, how are you and your, your boyfriend doing? And she just looked at me like with her, just the worst eyes. And I was like, Oh, Oh, I know where this is going. This is not good. It was like an hour before she had broken up with her boyfriend and it was just like, Oh, Oh boy. Uh, well, this is awkward. And, yeah, it was just the worst foot and mouth moment. And I've had so many of those. So, yeah, that goes along with our embarrassing stories. And you did say earlier on that you could have a most embarrassing story almost every day. Okay, well, we rambled on, uh, on too long with our banter here. So let's, uh, let's send it off to our principal, Mrs. Marino. All right, Vimier, it's my privilege to uh, welcome in our next guest, our next guest, Ms. Jillian Marino, who not only attended high school abroad with the international school in Islamabad, Pakistan, um, she also played volleyball at the University of Victoria. She has tons of experience uh, in working with elite athletes at the Pan Am Games and World Cup events. She may or may not be an experienced skydiver. Uh, and, uh, and of course, a wealth of knowledge in Edmonton Public. Um, she's been an assistant principal at four different schools. Um, Vimy is her second principalship. And of course, uh, she is a, a loving wife, a wonderful mother, and again, our principal at Vimy Ridge. Welcome, Ms. Jillian Marino. Thank Great you. To I'm have excited you. to be here. That's quite so the there intro. Are a few stories. Well, there's a few stories in our intro there that uh, I think we might, <laughs> we might have to, like I said, dive into. But first, I want to hear about like your high school career. It said you took, you went international school yeah. in Islamabad, yeah. Pakistan. So like what 
led you to that option? Tell us about that option. How was that experience? Um, yeah, so it's um, it's beginning of grade ten for me, and um, my dad was working with oil and gas. He was a, a in, he's a petroleum engineer, and so he's working at Nate. And Nate does a number of overseas projects through something called Canadian International Development Agency, CEDA. So he came home uh, just at the beginning of my grade ten, like I went to Paul Kane for maybe a month, and he came home and he said, "Well, we're moving to Pakistan." And, uh, you know, at 15, I was like, I am not, and I'm running away, and I've got plans to move in with my girlfriends, and you can't take me from my friends, and super angry and upset and quite, you know, volatile as a, as a girl that age could be. And, uh, no, he put me on the plane anyway, and I was going to show him, and I didn't eat for three days because I was so mad about it. And then I got there, and I thought, well, here I am. Uh, I'm 5'11", and I'm white, and I'm blonde, and I'm in a whole different world. And... <laughs> I'm going to have to make this work. So, um, and you know, what you learn in a situation like that is not where you are, it's who you're with. You know, they didn't have Pakistan. They, in Pakistan, you didn't have McDonald's. You didn't have bowling alleys. You didn't have all of the things that you would normally have in a Canadian teenager's kind of life. You didn't have any of those restaurants to kind of eat out at. There was like three restaurants in Islamabad to eat. Once I got there and looked around and, and, and you know, really acknowledged the people that I was meeting and, and learning from and with, uh, it became the best thing that ever happened to me. Uh, so I ended up spending three years there. I went to grade 10, 11, and 12 there. And uh, it's interesting times because my, my grade 12 year, we had, uh, here's another story just to kind of piggyback on it. My, my grade 12 grad was really in question. I wasn't going to have a grad. Um, and what happened was um, the, the ammunition dump that was about 11 kilometers away from my high school caught fire. Uh, and so we were sitting, I was sitting in history class, my grade 12 history class with Mr. Tucker. We were just sitting there and all of a sudden the windows broke. And uh, our school is a, a lot like a, a school in, say, California, where your hallways are outside. And so we, we practice bomb drills because you're living in a third world nation and there's war-torn things. And this was during the time of Libyan crisis and Afghanistan. Russia was still in Afghanistan. There was a lot going on in the world at that point. And so uh, just like we do lockdowns and we do fire drills, we did bomb drills. And so our auditorium was a, a bomb shelter. And so we knew like, we're like, okay, something's going down. This is what we do. And so we knew that when we got to the auditorium, the grade 12s would go and help with the kindergartens. It was a K to 12 school. We'd go and help them get settled on the stage. And then once they were settled and help the teachers with that, we could go and sit in our spot, which was, you know, the back row in the auditorium and all that sort of thing. So we were sitting there for maybe half an hour listening to the missiles fly and all of a sudden, one flew in the back wall, landed on the, on the right-hand side dressing room, and blew up, and fire started. What? So all of us had to get up and evacuate the building now, because now we're, it's on fire. It's smoke. We can't breathe. we got to leave. And so we come out, and we huddle, we, but we don't actually know what's happening. And so the local Pakistani friends of mine were thinking, well, this is India. India is on us. And the Americans were like, no, it's the Russians. And so everyone was, was there, because the world was much more polarized then they had an idea of who, who was bombing us. Um, we didn't know that it was the, an ammunition dump at the time. But, so we sat outside the building waiting for it to be over. And about three hours later, we uh, got on buses. And I was the only older student on the bus route that I was on. So I'd walk each student home and drop them off at their, at their homes with their families and say, you know, keep them home for a few days. We don't know what's going to happen. In the end, it worked out that we were able to go back and have a grad on the last day in, our, in the same auditorium that had been cleaned up, but it took, we were out of school for six or eight weeks um, in that time. And, and uh, I really, really understand how the grads are feeling right now. 
uh, it's a huge disappointment. It's a, it's a turn of events in the world that, or in your life that you can't control and you're missing a, a major benchmark in something in your life. And so, uh, you know, I offer that story out to our grads to say, this too shall pass and we will find some ways to celebrate um, all of the great things you've done in school. You're playing into this, into our positivity and uh, yes. our, our viewers have, have known this podcast to be so positive. And I think that's what we all love about Vimy. So I'm glad that you played into the positivity. Yeah, that was well, perfect. That. Well done, Jillian. <laughs> so speaking of that, Jillian, I'm just wondering how you as a mother of two, two school age kids, how you guys are staying positive through this kind of crazy time. Yeah, for sure. It's a, it's certainly a tricky balance. I mean, it's a tricky balance to be a, a full-time working mom in the first place, let alone with COVID-19 there. Um, I'm fortunate because my husband is working from home. Right now, we're lucky because he's able to be there. And so he can be on a conference call and playing mini sticks hockey with my son in the basement on the carpet. Um, and, you know, he does the cooking in the family anyway. Nobody would ever want to eat much that I make. I have no domestic skills whatsoever. So he's able to really connect. And it's actually a super positive thing because so often um, he travels quite a bit with his job. He doesn't get the time with the kids that I get. And this is allowing a different relationship for them to get to know their dad in a different way. And through good, bad, and ugly, you know, there's still meltdowns. My kids are still, you know, she's breathing too loud. Make her stop breathing. You know, the same kinds of fights that all siblings have, my kids are having. And, and Vince gets to navigate that. So, you know, there's, there's some silver linings to having him be at home with the kids. And uh, I think he's quite enjoying it. You know, although sometimes I get home at, you know, 4.35 o'clock and be like, okay, I need to go for a walk, which is normal. That's par for the course. So um, kind of switching gears here a little bit. We have a couple of questions from a few students and uh, one is from Instagram and one uh, was a student that I chatted with this morning in, in one of my uh, Google Hangouts. This is maybe a little bit of a random question, but if you could create your own country or your own city, what would you name it? Ooh, what would I name it? Wow. That takes some thought. Uh, oh, you know, there's so many answers. There's How about so Marine Land? <laughs> I think that exists already. It might even be trademarked. <laughs> uh, Good one, Sam. I don't know. I don't think I'd name it after myself. I think I'd name it after a, a concept. Like, I don't know. It sounds super cheesy. Something like uh, Peaceville or, you know, like uh, Humanitarian Land or something like that. I try to find some sort of concept that it went, that it, that it okay. went around. Okay. Uh, next question. Um, I think a lot of us, and even in staff meetings and stuff, we've seen how, how staff members and some students carry their dogs or their cats on their laps when they're in our um, Google Hangouts. Uh, none of us currently have a pet on us right now, but do you have any pets at home? We have two cats and two fish. I, I want to get back into kind of where we started our, our, our interview here. And I want to hear a little bit more about this skydiving accident that uh, sidelined your volleyball career at UVic. So <laughs> are you or are you not an experienced skydiver? Uh, experience is a big word. I mean, when it comes to skydiving, you count your experience in the number of jumps. Uh, and my number of jumps is two. The first so one I did. More experience uh, than us, I think. <laughs> well, the first one I did, I was, uh, I, I, uh, I just, I have to be honest, I, I lied about my age. I told them I was 19. It was out in BC when I was going to UVic and I was, uh, only 17 at the time. It was my first year at university. And I, um, <laughs> was dating someone who uh, had connections with the skydiving world. And so we decided we were going to do this. And I traveled to 33 countries. I'd seen all kinds of things. I'm like, sure. Yeah, I'm in, count me in. So 
we went skydiving and what we did was we uh it was a, a round shoot so like the military shoots and when you jump you have to learn how to kind of what they call a banana land so you kind of land on your feet but you roll immediately so you roll immediately just like if you're diving into water and sometimes you kind of pike a little bit with your feet coming up that's how you have to land but quite frankly the adrenaline is such a rush you're you're vibrating for three or four days after your first jump and so um, when I landed, you're supposed to look at the horizon as you're landing. And um, I didn't. I was like watching the ground come up at me real fast. And it's hard to tell when you're going to hit that ground. And so I uh, I didn't roll the way I was supposed to roll in the landing. But uh, it was certainly an exciting experience. I loved it. Uh, and the next morning, I woke up and my left ankle was huge and black and blue and didn't look well at all. So I phoned my volleyball coach and I just said, um, Patty, I, I have some good news and some bad news. And she said, what? Her name was Patty Schlaffen. And I think she's still coaching somewhere nowadays. But um, she, she says, well, what's the good news? I said, the good news is I met your brother-in-law. And she said, which one? I said, um, the one who skydives. And she said, you did not. <laughs> and I said, I did. And I, I'm injured. And I won't be out to practice or play for the rest of the year. So. Yeah. Okay, so then, then I can change it to uh, from experienced skydiver or, or from an experienced skydiver to has experienced skydiver. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that would be more yeah. accurate. Good clarification. Yep. Okay, we're going to finish with a rapid fire round. Uh, oh. So I'm going to give you 10 or 11 questions here. You have as, as little time as possible to answer, and then I'm just going to move on right to the next one. Okay. Let me know when you're ready. Go. What was the nickname your parents called you? Uh, Dill. What radio station do you listen to while you're driving? 91.7. What's your favorite holiday? Summer. How long does it take you to get ready in the morning? 53 minutes. Scale of 1 to 10, how good of a driver are you? Amazing. 1 to 10. What do I pick? Yeah. 10. What's your favorite book? Um, recently, I've read uh, Educated. Who's your favorite employee? Just kidding. What's your favorite <laughs> movie? <laughs> Favorite movie? Oh gosh, uh, Wonder Woman. Who was your first celebrity crush? Matt Damon from The Outsiders. What's the fastest speed you've ever driven in a car? Can I say on my motorcycle instead of in a car? Yes. 150. What's the most embarrassing teaching moment in your career? I was supervising an exam at uh, Queen E and uh, I was in a large gym and I was wearing heels. So I was trying to walk softly and not make any noise while they were writing their exam. And I carefully on my tippy toes tried to sit down on the table and the legs collapsed and it would crash underneath and I flipped over backwards in the middle of the exam. Amazing. That's awesome. You nailed those. That was, <laughs> that was good. really good. That was good. That was good. Mr. Those are fun yeah. questions. I like it. Big thanks again to our principal and great leader, Mrs. Jillian Marino for joining us on the Vimeo podcast. So uh, thank you very much for your time. We really, really appreciate it. My pleasure. Be safe out there, people. I don't know about you guys, but it was really nice to hear from Miss Marino and, and hear that our principal or our supervisor has some real life stories and that, that she has a, a life like us outside of the building. And I'm sure the students appreciate that as well. Yeah, I agree. Awesome. It, it's fun to hear uh, some of her stories about sport and what she was doing uh, when she's at University of Victoria and the, the volleyball story of how she had to tell her coach that, you know what, I, uh, I can't play anymore. She, she hurt her ankle. So that, that's pretty funny. Sam, do you have any interesting sports stories that uh, I, I have think a he, he has a good one. volleyball I like one? Exact, yeah. I have the exact same story, just a different nice. unfortunate event. So 
I was playing high school volleyball because that's where my career ended. But uh, at, I think it was my grade 12 year and I was, I was a starter. So I was useful on the team and needed to be there. And we had a tournament coming up that weekend. And I was at my, my friend's house who is actually now Miss Bornow's husband. Anyways, we're jumping on the, the trampoline and we're trying to jump over the fence that he has in his yard without touching the fence with our hands. So just a clear jump. And I got double bounce right before and clipped my feet on the way over the fence. And just like from an oh, no. eight foot fence head first into the dirt. And it like just it knocked me out. It it winded me. I woke up laying on the grass, like with my shirt up by my face, and I, I couldn't breathe. And then sure enough, like fast forward to the weekend and I can hardly walk. I, I walk into the school and I have to tell my coach that I that I can't dress for the the weekend of volleyball because I can't, I can't, I can't take a quick stride. I can't jump. I can't even get my arms above my head because I tried to jump over the fence without putting my hands on. So, well, I was going to say, let's, uh, let's probably just send this over to our, our next guest. Who's definitely way too coordinated and way too talented to do yeah, anything that you that. just did a little um, more smooth than you said. Yeah. yeah. So let's listen to Emma Kitch. Okay. Our next guest spent six years at Vimy in the dance program. She had the highest academic standing from grades eight to 12. She was a mathlete in grades 11 and 12. She was the valedictorian of her graduating class. She received more awards and scholarship than the three of us combined in her lifetime. She's working hard on her finance degree at the U of A and all of this pales in comparison to how caring and genuine she really is. Welcome to the show, Emma Kinch. Wow, thank you for that introduction. Hang on, so Mr. Fix said that you had honors from grade eight? No, no, highest, oh, sorry. highest, High, academic, highest standing. academic standing from grade eight to 12. What happened in grade seven? Well, um, I Who didn't know it? that you could win that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 no, um, actually, Victoria Wright won it that year. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. it's actually funny. I um, met her again at university this year. I hadn't seen her since grade 10, and I, she was in one of my classes. So that was a funny reunion. So who, who has the higher GPA now? Both have a <laughs> 40. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they're both. I, I hope it wasn't your grade seven science teacher that uh, flubbed up your, uh, your, your, your marks there. Oh, no, no. That one was good. <laughs> so speak, speaking of which, Emma, we've been asking uh, students what their first impression of, of the teachers are, and we haven't heard one about Mr. Faulkner. So we want to hear what your first impression of Mr. Faulkner was. Be as honest as you can. Oh my goodness, I remember this so vividly. It was my first day at Vimy, my first day in grade seven, and we had just come in and you had told us all to um, bring in binders to set up, our, set up our dividers and organize it for the rest of the term. And this one kid had come in with a duotang and you said, no, you need a binder. And he freaked out, he was started almost crying. He was like, I don't have, any more binders? I only have this duotang. And you were like, just grab one of your other binders and you can just separate it in half. But he freaked out. And I just remember being so taken aback. I was like, oh my goodness, this is so serious. I'm in junior high now. You need to have the right stuff. And that was, it just like stuck with me for some reason. Like I still remember it. I remember it as you guys walking into class and that being a grade seven honors class and my first time teaching grade seven science. And, uh, looking at everyone sitting there and I, I I thought most of you are probably smarter than than I am in that class so it was uh, <laughs> it was a fun year that was a fun year and then Mr. Fix I remember this is oh. proving what a nerd I am I was 
because Mr. Schwartz had left and I remember being right in the middle of one of our units and we were approaching the unit test and I was so stressed because I didn't know how it was going to work and if we were going to be ready for the unit test because I didn't know what teacher it was and then I remember you coming in and I felt I was like okay it's going to be okay he knows what he's doing and then the unit test went fine and I was happy and then I, I loved you as a teacher yeah. <laughs> he had no idea what he was doing yeah. well that's so the positive. best impression that I've yeah, gotten so on here for sure so positive that's oh, that's awesome <laughs> okay, let's talk about mathletes. What what is I I didn't even really know that we had a mathlete team until I think it was maybe your grade 12 year. What what does that entail? Oh my goodness, it was kind of spontaneous. I just remember um walking down the hall one day to class in the mornings and Mr. Dick stopped me and he was like, "Hey, we're starting this new mathlete competition. Do you want in?" Like cuz I was in calculus at the time. And so I was like, "Oh, I don't really know what that is and I was kind of like apprehensive because I really enjoy math but I don't consider myself like the best at math yeah exactly I never considered (laughs) myself like a mathlete so I was kind of nervous but then me and a bunch of my friends from my calc class we all I convinced them to join and so we all went and it was so funny because we were like the dick squad in this gymnasium (laughs) full of kids who literally went to math clubs they had like auditioned and they had tried out or whatever and we had showed up just kind of because we could and we got a pizza lunch and it was so much fun and um and who came up up, with the team name it was oh i can't remember oh it was one of the guys in our group but it was so funny like our big we had a big poster that we got to design and color and so we had like dick squad and we had like colored it with like just random like little drawings and it was it was a lot of fun so i was glad i got mr stephen dick was your teacher or the coach right yeah yeah just had to clarify (laughs) for the listener uh kate so jump ahead to grade 12 and i guess last year uh you were one of the ones who was chosen to do the, the valedictorian speech correct yeah uh, how nervous were you to speak in front of all of your peers and teachers and parents and everything else? Oh my goodness. I was so nervous. I um, didn't expect myself to be as nervous as I was just because of dance. I'm, I was used to being on stage all the time and I never really had a problem with public speaking in front of like my classmates, but it was something so different about being in the cap and gown and then like the walk up onto the stage and the lights are all on you and <laughs> I, could, I was just very conscious of the words I was saying. And I kind of, when, I'm, when I was dancing, you kind of came into the movement and you kind of got lost in what you were doing. But when I was talking in front of everyone, I was so aware that I was talking to my peers and all their parents and family. So I was very nervous. I remember that speech. You did, uh, you did a great job, Emma. Oh, it, was, thank you. it was good. And you know what? I'm just happy that... Uh, that stage wasn't uh, super high because I, I hear you have a fear of heights and maybe there was a fainting story that happened in grade 12. Oh, yes. Oh, my was goodness. There? Yes, there was. <laughs> it was in Bio 30 and um, we were watching this video to learn about, oh, I can't even remember. It was something, the nervous system and your fight or flight uh, reflex. And Mr. Kleiman was showing this video of this climber or hiker that had fallen off a cliff and it like showed like a little cartoon of all their bones breaking (laughs) and like that's like my biggest fear is falling and like having that happen and so i was watching it and i just remember feeling like super warm and like 
pixely and then all of a sudden I woke up and Mr. <laughs> oh, Klein no. was like holding my head and this a random girl that was in my class was like standing there like I was oh. like basically had fallen onto her desk and it was so scary <laughs> they probably had a seizure but I didn't I just fainted well, thankfully not no oh my goodness that was Wow. So embarrassing, but so funny now. <laughs> oh, that's a good story. Yeah. Forgot about that. <laughs> okay. So the three of us went to the U of A as well. Mm-hmm. And I remember my first year walking on campus and just being blown away by how, how cool it felt and how it felt like I was in a movie where they're showing a cool campus in the fall. What, what's, what's one of your favorite things about being on campus at U of A? One of my favorite things now is one of the things that was super scary about it my first week. I actually love having my classes in different buildings and I love that I get to walk outside between classes and that I'm kind of, I get to, my day isn't just in one place. I kind of can maneuver around and it kind of breaks up my schedule, which is really nice. I was just just going to go back to that that fainting memory. I mean, that's probably something you're never going to forget. But other than that, do you have any other favorite uh, memorable moment at Vimy? That's a really hard question because I I was there for six years and I honestly loved every minute of it. I really, really enjoyed my time at Vimy. I always came to school really early at 7.30. So one of my favorite parts of my day was chatting with teachers as they were coming in. And it was um, a really nice it made me feel really at home there because it's kind of a routine I had to get in and get settled. And I could talk to my teachers and see my friends. And that was always something that I really enjoyed. One thing that, that uh, I do remember is like, I, I think we probably got to school at very similar times and again, didn't know you, you didn't know me, but you're, you are always, always went out of your way to say hello or say hi or goodbye or whatever. So that was, that was awesome. Yeah, I agree. Emma, you were one of the uh, one of the kindest right from uh, right from the get go, right till the uh, last time you walked across that stage. So, Thank we're you. going to um, we're going to try to put you on the spot a little bit here. Our little end game, um, rapid it's fire. Be, yeah, and we have this or that questions. So I'm gonna I'll list something, and you just give us your uh, whichever answer comes to mind first. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you ready for it? Yeah. All right. Dog or cat? Dog. Instagram stories or snap stories? Instagram stories. Apple or Android? Apple. Sneakers or sandals? Sneakers. Hamburger or taco? Hamburger. At a movie, do you do candy or popcorn? Popcorn. Pancake or waffle? Pancakes. Who do you like better, Mr. Fix or Mr. Faulkner? No, just kidding. (laughs) You don't have to answer that. Even. Africa or Asia? Oh, I've never been to either. Um, Asia, I like their food. (laughs) Sunburn or mosquito bites? Sunburn. And ninjas or pirates? (laughs) Ninjas. (laughs) That's a weird question. (laughs) Ah, good one. Good job. Okay, so uh, again, huge Vimier. Thank you uh, to Emma Kinch for joining us on the podcast. Uh, We hope that we can catch up with you again in the future and best of luck in your continued studies at the U of A. So thanks again for joining us. Thanks, Emma. Thank you. Huge thanks again to Miss Emma Kitch for joining us on Vimy Air. It's it's great to hear what she's uh, been up to lately with her studies at U of A, and uh, hear some of those embarrassing stories. I think we'll have to uh, dive into the fainting stories on one of these episodes and see if we uh, can come up with any stories on that. Hey, fellas. Yeah, and um, unfortunately, moving away from the positivity piece just for a second. Uh, this week is Support Staff Appreciation Week, and. 
Uh, we got some re- some recent news just because of the cuts in education funding. Um, our Vimy staff is going to have to lose seven uh, seven members of our Vimy family. So these seven people, uh, we just want to give you a quick shout out and uh, show you our appreciation for everything that you've done this past year. And we're definitely hoping that you're going to be back next year and back into part of our family. So Tanya Palmowski, Michael Groves, Rhonda Bentz, Barbara Fu, Mandy Domi, Miles Spencer, and Stacey Sockman. These are all people that are integral parts of Vimy, and we wish you nothing but the best moving forward. And because it is Support Staff Appreciation Week, uh, we do have administrative assistant, the bubbly, the more than positive Stacey Sockman joining us. Hi, guys. Hello. Welcome to Soxie. Soxie, I got some questions here for you. I can't wait. So my idea is that the person who sits in the office gets to see basically everything that is going on in the building. And so I'm, I'm hoping that you can shed some light on, on some questions here. So, so from your perspective, who's the hardest worker in the building? Me, obviously. <laughs> okay. Good answer. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> humble. Uh, <laughs> who spends the most time in the building as far as office staff go? Uh, probably Miss Western. Who breaks the photocopier the most? I feel like Aunt Miss Cove. Miss Cove always oh. has some kind of okay, so we have jam to or staple jam. Although, Mr. Falkers, we have I a had, stapler problem at I had 45. I got jam. a text maybe. Soxie, yeah. I put the staples in backwards. How do I do this? I go in. They were all in backwards. We had to call in a tech. Next one. Who gets the most personal deliveries to the school? Travis Bouchard. What's the funniest moment of all time in your career in the office? Uh, Something that probably happened to me. As you guys know, I do announcements of all kinds. Some are planned out, some are on a whim. And there was one that I ended with, bye-bye. So over the intercom, I (laughs) I said, (laughs) would all staff and students please report to the large gym. We have an assembly or whatever the announcement was. And for whatever reason, I ended it with, bye-bye. Which is weird because I would never, ever say that on a phone call or to my friends, so I don't know where that came from. But Mr. Shoot, till this day, still gives me a hard time about bye-bye. <laughs> uh, Kay Sox, we're just going to get you to hang on here a sec because we're going to do one more special thing with you. Uh, but okay. first, we're going to add another segment to Vimeo podcast called Guess That Guest. So we're going to give you four or five clues to a future Vimeo Air guest. Uh, and you can shoot us a message on Instagram, uh, taking a guess at who this guest might be for your chance to win some, maybe some Vimy swag or something else that we have, uh, that we can give you. So here are your clues for our very first guess that guest segment. This staff member has spent over 10 years teaching at Vimy. They have two passions, teaching and soccer. They have two university degrees and they've traveled the world because of soccer. So Send us a message on Instagram guessing who our next, maybe not next guest, but one of our upcoming guests might be for your chance to win. Am I allowed to win? Sam, you can't win. Since we have been struggling with signing Vimy Air off properly, we're going to see if Miss Sockman can show us how it's done. This announcement is for all students. Thank you for listening to Vimy Air. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you.
We would again like to thank Jillian Marino and Emma Kinch for the interviews and the music brought to you by purpleplanet.com. This entire podcast has been a Vimy Ridge Academy production.